Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast. Today we have an amazing LA startup spotlight, a female founder that I'm just in awe of. I've had the privilege to witness her journey go from not knowing anything about tech to dominating the tech world. I welcome to you Caitlin O'Shaughnessy from Tripscope. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? Good. Okay, Caitlin. You're amazing, and I can't wait to share your amazing story with the world. But tell us, what do you do? Like, what is your role at Tripscope, and what is Tripscope? All right, so I'm the CEO and founder of Tripscope. And what Tripscope does is we take the offline travel agent and plug them into our online channels, offering virtual travel planning and mobile concierge support through real-life travel agents. Amazing. And you're based in Venice. Yes. Let's take it back to the beginning because you started you started in the travel industry because you're like I want a life of luxury. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so um I wanted to have a job that would allow me to travel all over the world and so when I moved to LA I heard about these things called luxury travel agents. And at the time I didn't even know that travel agents still existed, but it's LA, they have luxury dog walkers, so I figured yeah, why not? <laughs> Where so, did you move from? I was going to school at Arizona State, and then I lived up in Santa Barbara before coming down to L.A. And how long ago was that? Gosh, I actually, it was five years ago um, this week. That's amazing. Yeah, wow. Happy you. anniversary. Bless you. Happy L-aversary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so Tripscope allows travel agents to essentially, like, have technology to make their customers' travel experience more fluid, correct? Can you kind of give me a visual walkthrough of what that looks like? Yeah. I mean, so really when I first started, I just wanted to solve the pain point of the itinerary creation process from a a B2B standpoint, just helping travel agents do their job more efficiently and provide them with new modern tools to allow them to collaborate with travelers. So I started with Tripscope, just making the itinerary creation process streamlined and aggregating all the reservation details. And so with that, we created a lot of stickiness within the product. So uh, Tripscope is not white-labeled. So we got into the hands. We had 350,000 itineraries done that had a, you know, they downloaded either the Tripscope app or on the printed version, it had Tripscope at the top. So more and more consumers found out about this product. And from that, we were able to then evolve into a marketplace. So then people already knew about the brand. They would go request a travel agent, put in their travel details, and then we would match them in real time with one of our travel agents. And how many travel agents do you have on Tripscope today? We have over 4,500. Holy shit. <laughs> it's a lot of human beings. A lot of human travel professionals. That's amazing. And, and you were also the first female founder at Amplify, right? Yes. So that was, that was awesome for me because, like I said, I, my background, I just knew how to be a travel agent. But I, I didn't know really how to run your own startup, how to get investment from VCs, how to even put together a pitch deck. And they were so vital in helping me throughout that process. And what is Amplify exactly? Amplify is an accelerator for entrepreneurs and startups, and um, it's, it's like going to grad school for startups. They bring in all these mentors, they give you um, investment, 
and they give you all the the tools and resources to really be a successful company. And you've raised money, right? Yes. Are you able to s- share how much you've raised? We've raised $1.2 million. Oh, you know, no big deal. Yay. Okay, so my favorite piece of information, which you know, and I'm going to put you on the spot, is how many no's did you have to experience before you got to a yes in raising money? Uh, 183. Now, are you exaggerating? No. From the get-go, I keep track of every single investor that I've ever met with, everything from angels all the way up to big VCs on Sand Hill Road. And so um, I always take notes about what their feedback was, um, how I felt I could have done better, and uh, I've used that to just help me strengthen each time I get a no to get closer to that yes. And I, I'm actually, that's so funny, that's what my mom says, every every no is one step closer to a yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm really excited to get deeper into that, but we are actually going to do that on the Women in Tech podcast. So if you guys want to check out more about Caitlin's story, definitely go to the Women Tech podcast episode with Caitlin. She's just amazing. Uh how many people do you have on your team? We have a team of eight. That's pretty amazing. That's great. Do you do you have a precise culture at Tripscope that you look for when you do hiring? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, a lot of the people, I have a couple of former travel agents who quit their jobs and worked with me. Even when I had nothing, they worked for free because um, they believed in what we were doing. And so they've been with me since the beginning and they've helped kind of set the culture and help educate other people that may not have come from the travel world. And what are the roles that are on your team? Uh, we have head of operations, sales. I have a great CTO. Um, Huron is awesome. And um, yeah, marketing, sales, and in-house itinerary specialist as well. And would you say the hiring process has been easy for you or has it been kind of uh, a challenge building a team? It, it's very challenging, especially if you get past a certain number because you want to maintain that small startup. Right. And you know, you bring in other people that didn't really understand the story or why you're doing it. So uh, making sure we're all on the same page and have the same vision is so vital. And so it's very important that you get the right key hires in there. My favorite part about your team is how loyal they are. Like they grind away as though it's their own company. How were you able to attract people who inject such passion into a company that's not theirs? <laughs> I think once you understand the market that we're in and you see you know, the dire need that you know, these travel agents, if something doesn't change, they will cease to exist. So it really comes down to life or death <laughs> you yeah. know, when it comes to this one particular industry. And it's, it's exciting. We're fundamentally changing the way that travel agents are viewed and how they're actually accessible to a consumer in today's time. So it's, it's a fun, fun industry to be in. And you have some incredible people on your board, too, right? Mm-hmm. Who, can so, you, yeah. yeah, the former CEO of Expedia, Eric Blatchford, is an investor and one of our main advisors. And he's just, he knows all about, you know, travel tech coming from Expedia, but also understands the demographic of travel agents and the problems that they have with um, their lack of technology. So he's been so helpful with helping us steer the company in the right direction. And you talked about earlier what inspired you to create Tripscope. I mean, I remember when you were a travel agent yourself working there. So it was a really big leap to go from being a travel agent yourself to building a tech company with no knowledge. I mean, I knew Caitlin before she'd given like talks and done pitches and she thought she was horrible at it and I <laughs> saw that she knew more than she knew that she knew you know she she just wasn't exposed to the world and I was like uh no you're winning already you just aren't aware of that and I'm so proud of her I mean now you've given talks to like over a thousand people in an audience oh, yeah, right yeah. yeah what's the do you know, happen to know the largest number of people you've given a talk I, to? I gave a pitch two years ago in front of four thousand 
It's insane. Yeah. And you're just so eloquent and dynamic and effective. And I'm really, I'm just, I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. Um, why LA and not San Francisco or another startup city? Um, I feel like LA is just more opportunity. It's, I mean, it's LA. People come here to become movie stars or right. model, you know, this is where your dreams come true. And there are a lot of resources here. You know, there is a lot of angel investors. Uh, San Francisco, it's very competitive. You're going against, you know, all the Stanford kids and all these engineers. And uh, down here, I just, you know, really took hold of the whole startup LA Tech community out here, especially in Santa Monica and Venice. And there was just so many resources available for me. So I just grabbed on and utilized it to my advantage. What are some of the resources that helped you accelerate TripScope here in LA? LA Tech Happy Hour. That's how I made a lot of my friends, which right. is going to those events. General Assembly, meeting you. I mean, I, there's just, there's so many people I would go to, even like the ROC, that's how I got started, was I took this idea of this travel app, and I went down to a hackathon, and um, it, it was great. Like, I just found a group of engineers, and pitched them my idea, and then 48 hours later, I was up on stage presenting the then basic prototype of TripScope. So, I mean, the fact that it's right here in my backyard, I could just easily find people, ask questions, listen to other people talk, and learned as much as I could. When, uh, how long did it take to go from ideation when you thought up of TripScope to building your first app and then also raising money? The two different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it went from the idea came and then I literally just walked down to the hackathon. And then from there, I told the guys, I'm like, hey, I really want to pursue this. And they're like, no, we have real jobs. <laughs> so I took it upon myself to go to all these events Found some engineers locally that could just build out, you know, a basic kind of wireframes and everything. So it took me about three months to get that done. How did you pay for that initially? Uh, I took a $10,000 loan from my grandmother, bless her heart. And then from there, I started, I, I stalk people on LinkedIn. That's, that's kind of my skis. So I would find other people that are in travel tech in the L.A. scene. And I reached out to one in particular and um, met up with him for coffee and pitched what I was doing and He's like, wow, you really do know your shit. And he's like, this is impressive. And so I'm like, would you be interested in investing? He's like, all right. And so he gave me 15000 Then I reached out to another guy, and he got me 15000 And then uh, 15000 always was just an, an easy thing. So I, I raised I raised 350000 in check sizes of you know, 15, 15 to 25, 000. yeah. But that was easy for me to just get one after another and keep accumulating them and be able to grow and get better engineers to really finish building it out. And I know that Caitlin's sharing a lot of just facts that wow me, that that I'm excited to get into a deeper dive about. But since, you know, this is an L.A. start of Spotlight, we are spotlighting Caitlin. So if you do want more, you know, of an in-depth journey, then go check out the Women in Tech podcast. And I know I never say that, but... Caitlin's seriously one of my favorite entrepreneurs in the world, and I'm so inspired by her in so many ways. And so I'm excited myself <laughs> to go on a deep dive on, uh, with her, and I'm like dying to share that with you. So definitely check out that episode. Um, what We talked about LA Tech Happy Hour before. What's one event in LA that you say, like if you could only go to one, attend, uh, uh, one event, what's, which one is a must attend? Shoot, spree, one event. Uh I know it's hard to pick, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the I like the LA Tech Happy Hours because I like the a lot of people talk about LA Tech Happy Hours. Yeah, it's great because it's casual. You can go there and you just you know have a beer, and chit chat with people, and meet them, and you don't have to like sit down and listen to someone pitch, or you're not being sold a particular product too right. hard. So it, it's just a 
great little ambiance that I like. Totally. And it's run by someone that really cares about the community, too, which is important, not someone trying to capitalize. True. Yeah. What uh, what L.A. tech companies or talent have you come across lately that have really impressed you? Um, do, 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 do. Sensei. Sensei. Oh. Butt. Yeah, let's talk about Sensei. Yeah, I, I love what they're doing because we're kind of similar in that we both believe in the human element. Um, and so what they have is kind of on demand, just humans that you can on demand humans, true. you know, it's sometimes it can be travel related. Other times you could just ask, like, what's the best place to grab a beer on Venice Beach? And like, there's just someone there to answer. So I like that it's connecting people. And um, I think it's a cool concept. Also an Amplify company, so very proud of them. Yeah, awesome. Sensei.it, and we'll include it in the show notes as well. Uh, the One of the co-founders of Sensei even pitched the president, Barack Obama, on having a job with Sensei. It was quite funny, at Cross Campus a few years ago in Santa Monica. And uh, at that time, no one really knew what Sensei was, and it was, it was just very funny. And now it seems like the whole world knows about Sensei, <laughs> or is about to know about Sensei. They've presented at TechCrunch, and I mean, they're just everywhere these days. So uh, mm-hmm. it's really exciting to watch them grow. And we'll be having Sensei on the show, too, so you'll be able to hear about their story. Uh, if you had one ask of the community, something like we have thousands of people listening. So something if just one person heard that could help you in your success with Tripscope, what would that ask be? Good one, Esprit. Thanks. I wrote it myself. <laughs> uh, something could help with Tripscope. You know, I actually would always I've done so many pitch decks. And I always would love just to have someone that like can make just really good, like an artist, someone that could do oh, the design totally. and just make it look good. Because you always are tweaking it so often. Did you hire someone to do your pitch deck? Uh, no, I did it myself. You and, did? Yeah. And I, I hired someone no, it's, in it's, Europe. It's smart. Yeah. Because like, if you don't do it right, it doesn't look yeah. clean. And no, like, they're not, not even really going to take it that seriously. So that's one thing I wish. No, you're right. There should be. There's probably a pitch deck service that we're not even aware of. Yeah. I, if you're out there. Come find me. Yeah. So everyone needs that. So it tw- hours. Totally. So tweet at we are LA Tech. And if you're a graphic designer looking to be the the go-to pitch deck creator in the LA Tech community, amen. Build a site and let's let's make this happen. Serious so yeah, tweet business. at we are LA Tech if uh if that's you. That would be amazing. How can people connect with you? Uh you can connect with me. I'm on Twitter at Caitlin Osh or at Tripscope. Um and yeah, Caitlin O'Shaughnessy, you can find me. Amazing. I'm just like dying to do this deep dive. Is there are there any last parting words before we end this LA startup spotlight on the We Are LA Tech podcast? Just uh, if you see an opportunity or a problem, go for it. Just throw yourself in 100 percent and uh, keep pushing and you will you'll make it out of it alive. Hopefully. I love it. (laughs) Caitlin, thank you so much for inspiring me being an amazing friend. Thank you, Esprit. An incredible female founder. You guys, this has been the We Are LA Tech podcast. If you want to further connect into the LA Tech community, go to wearelatech.com slash VIP. There's an incredible chat group with over 800 awesome people ready and willing to support you. If you want to do more offline experiences and kind of connect with people away from the computer, go to wearelatech.com slash club. That's wearelatech.com slash club. And you could go horseback riding. This afternoon, we're doing beer bottling. So, it's the first beer ever brewed by LA Tech and we have custom labels like LA Tech labels 
I mean, this may be like a new We Are LA Tech thing. Like the We Are LA Tech beer is going to be at all the LA Tech events. I Love say that. like if I can make that happen, that would be so dope. <laughs> uh, I will see you guys, hear you guys, smell you guys if at all possible in the next episode. Talk to you later. Huge shout out and thank you to Betalist. Betalist is amazing. I've used Betalist for my past startups. Betalist gains you early traction to your startup while it's still in beta. Go to betalist.com slash we are LA tech. That's betalist.com slash we are LA tech. Thank you for powering the We Are LA Tech podcast. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text 310-872-2423. That's 310 310- 8722423 We are LA Tech hosted by Spree Devora has been a wearetech.fm production Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL most valuable listener at wearelatech.love linked in the show notes.